Um, about 10 days ago now, um, I was asked by Karen Verrill, who's the manager of the Maggie Centre in Newcastle, the back of the Freeman Hospital. Um, I'm sure many of you have heard it bantered around in church over the last few months. Um, it's a place that I go to regularly to get while I'm waiting for treatment for cancer or just to get support or just to hang out with people there that I've gotten to know over my journey. So she asked me if I would, they have a, a, a carol service at Christmas time to raise money for charity. Only this year it got a bit bigger and the sage were involved and they have um, about six or seven people who have five minutes each to um, share a poem or a song or, or something like that. And she asked if I would if I would do something. So of course I was honoured. And um, th they had a poem ready prepared for me. But she also said if you'd like to put something together yourself, then you're more than welcome. So I thought, okay. I, I went away and I prayed about it. I thought this is a massive opportunity, God. You know, there's about 400 people going, a lot of them very high profile in the city. Um, Dame Margaret Barber, for one, <laughs> and, um, and Peter Vardy. Um, so I felt like it was an opportunity for me to be really real about the journey I've had and how God has been involved with that. Uh, I prayed about it. But it was only a week, by this point it was about a week's notice before I actually was going to do it. And we've got Christmas, I've got lots of children. Uh, and I, so when I prayed, I said, I, I really want to make this matter. I've got five minutes, God, in front of all these people. I really want to make it count. But I haven't got a lot of time and I've got a lot of other commitments. So I left it with God. I went to bed on Friday night and I dedicated some time on Saturday to pull whatever it was together, of which I had no idea what that was going to be, but I had a few hours. Only I woke up at 6.30 on Saturday morning and I had this, all these words in my head I had a, and God said, we're going to write a poem. Now I haven't written a poem since I was about 10 years old, <laughs> so I'm not skilled in poetry. I was like, okay, but it was, it was like, I said last night, it was like it vomited out of me. So it wasn't planned. It wasn't, um, there was nothing of me in it. I picked up my iPhone and I just started banging the thing in. And as the verses was coming, I was thinking, oh man, God can sure write poetry. <laughs> By half past seven, I'm going to read it to you in a minute. By half past seven, the entire thing was written. Now, I do a bit of writing, I don't do poetry, but that is God. You, you, you can't write in that speed and with that accuracy and with the words being wholly appropriate and the flow and the message and the way everything fell in, into place. It, it was completely of the spirit. I read it to Mark about an hour later and he kind of went, well, it, it's nice. I was like, nice. And he said, well, where did you get it from? I said, I got it from the spirit. And he was like, whoa. <laughs> and there was tears and, you know. Basically, I, I, I really believe that this is, it, it was such a spiritual experience. And when I read it at the cathedral on Thursday night, um, af afterwards, I had, there was queues of these 
amazing people waiting to um, hug me and crying and said that they'd they'd never heard anything like it um, and that they'd never forget me and the sharing of the, the poem. I don't know what seed that has planted in any of those people's minds or spirits, but I know it did something because God's word is powerful and it changes lives and it was honest and it was from God. So I, I know something happened that night. I may or may not see the fruit of that, but I know something happened. And I had to say to people, I'm, you know, I can't actually write poetry. <laughs> God wrote it, and I've had to share that testimony because it's not mine. You know, I, 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 I've never done anything like that before in my life, and I've had no other choice than to be honest with people about the fact that it splurted out of me. So, here we go. I'm just going to read, I had a tiny introduction. I'm just going to do the thing as I did it at the cathedral. Christmas 2009, I was six weeks pregnant with my fourth child when I was diagnosed with breast cancer. Christmas 2012, I was diagnosed with secondary breast cancer and it's now all over my body. I received a lot of support from the Maggie's Centre team and I was asked to write something for this service. So I've written this poem to express what Christmas means to me and how my faith in God has sustained me throughout my journey. The Shadow. I refuse to let cancer's shadow hang over me. Christ came to earth at Christmas to give me the hope of eternity. He brought joy to my world that was tangled and bound. He broke into my darkness and spread love's light around. This gift of hope is a message to my heart. Hope that God loves me, whether I'm near my end or not far from my start. So why rob my life of this gift of love, which comes with daily blessings from above and dwell on the pain that cancer has given me or the time it has robbed from my family, the scars on my body and words spoken of death could hang over my life until I take my last breath. But I choose life and boughs of holly. This is the season to be jolly. It's the chance to bless and serve others I meet, the sufferers of cancer or the homeless on the street. And despite my sickness, I live free from strife if I allow this attitude of love to rule my life. Tinsel, Santa, carols and lights, turkeys, gifts, and elves in striped tights. My children chaotically adorn my tree with candy canes and tinsel so tacky, but I love it. I love it all. I love to see them so excited. We've been through so much, but we stand united. Runny noses from the chilling sun Steaming breath from winter fun, rosy cheeks from frosty days. We warm our hands round the stove's hot blaze. I love to hear their smiles and giggles, bottoms on my lap as they writhe and wriggle. Thank you, God, for life's time I've had, the gift of my family through the good and the bad. 
I make the most of each treasured day. To live in fear is not God's way. He sent his son that I may be free. Fear and dread have no grip on me. Some days I do dream of other lands way up high. Lands I heard of once in a lullaby. Where sickness has no place and bluebirds fly above the rainbow. So why can't I? But I have a job still to be done to push through this cancer until my battle is won, to make a trail for others to follow in paths of hope, not of sorrow, to treasure each moment as if it's my last. Christmas is coming, I'm having a blast. <laughs> not to worry about what's next. No one really knows what to expect. I make the most of Christmas memories. Who knows, it could be the last one for me. I make it matter. I battle on. My heart will not shatter. I turn my eyes and look full in Jesus' wonderful face. And my troubles on earth simply fall away in the light of his glory and grace. So I refuse to let cancer's shadow hang over me. I look to Christmas. And what do I see? I see the hope of eternity. <laughs>